everyone, amazing and wonderful people. Welcome to episode three of Around the Campfire with your one and only host, Stella Kylie. It's been a while and I'm back. I was ill for the last kind of two weeks. Uh, My voice was not it, so I couldn't film a podcast. And for all of you guys to hear my jams and illness over the audio basically but we're back today today's actually valentine's day and i'm really excited i actually got surprised with a lovely pamper gift set this morning and i'm just so happy it made me so happy inside and yeah i'm just very excited to put some face masks on later when i get back from work but anyway let's move on what we're talking about today is going to be my five top rules to start manifesting and start embodying that person that we've always wanted to be and how to start achieving our goals and living our full potential but first i'm going to do my usual disclaimer and then we'll get straight into it welcome to around the campfire podcast I want this podcast to be a safe space for everyone, everyone to come join and listen and you can even text to me and give me a little note of what you thought of the podcast with any questions. I understand that we're all on our own journeys and paths and taking the steps we need to live our fullest lives. So on that note, everything I talk about is just from my experiences and what I have learned and taken on board. At no means what I'm telling you is what you should or shouldn't do or how you should or shouldn't live your life. Just think of me as a big sister telling you stories where trying to guide you through life as well as as trying to guide herself through this crazy thing we call life. Hello again, everybody. Welcome. I hope you are settled, whatever you're doing, walking to work, coming back, going to sleep, waking up, doing some house chores, whatever you're doing. I don't know, going to the gym. I hope that you are ready for this podcast and that you feel happy, settled, confident, relaxed. All of the positive, abundant words there are in the universe. I hope you feel one of those amazing things. I know since making this podcast, I feel like I'm definitely making little Stella proud and living her dream adult life. I do have a theory and it's a very, very big, strong theory of mine that we are all our inner child and we all still have an inner child part of us as it's always a big part of our lives. I feel like even subconsciously, like even the dreams I had when I was a child, I still embody those dreams now, even though those dreams might have changed a little bit and grown a little bit. I still have those dreams um, of the dreams that I had when I was younger. And one of those dreams was actually to write a book, which one day I will get there but I feel like this isn't too different right so every time I do this I really am making myself like oh yay (laughs) I'm doing something and I think we should all fill our inner child's dreams and hobbies and outlook on life because that's what it was the purest when we were children we didn't have experiences past experiences and expectations as we do now so now if we were to make a decision we'll base it on a past experience but then we were living every day like it was new and we took it on where there was no limitations So that's when our emotions were the purest. And I don't know if you remember that feeling of pure joy and pure excitement and pure happiness. But when we have it as a child, it's completely different. It really embodies and takes over our whole body. And now as an adult, I feel like it's filtered by other emotions. And normally things that are negative like stress or, oh no, doubt or 
lots of other things from past experiences and expectations. I know when I watch my little one, AJ, and he gets so excited about something. It will go through his whole body and he'll just start walking funny, dancing funny, has the biggest smile on his face. And I just feel like we should be living that in our adult lives just as well as we did in our children's lives. So yeah, that's my little take on being more like our inner child and serving our inner child where you can. I feel like we need to start doing more of the hobbies that we used to do, um, just anything that makes us feel like a child and basically alive again. So yeah, that's my little theory on inner child. And that was just a little quick little inner theory and a little quick tip for you guys. If you're ever feeling low, I think mm, inner child Stella, what would she like to do and normally it's the same things that would make me happy then which make me happy now so moving on I hope we're all having a good month week year everything like I said before this year has already I feel like is running away from me and when I was writing down this script and this podcast um, and getting ready to record it I feel like this podcast also helps me relax and review my own life and choices So I hope you can also take something from my podcast, that is the whole point of them, um, just to kind of share my experiences, but I do hope that somewhere I'm helping someone or giving someone a tool that they can use. So, yes, (laughs) so today we're going to be talking about manifesting and actually how to start manifesting and what tools I like to use and things that you can do and actually start right now, right this second, today, start living that life you deserve. I feel like we always say we're going to start another day and we're going to do this another day because it inquires effort. These things do inquire effort to a point, but it's things that you can literally do with nothing around you, just with yourself and your body. And when it comes to manifesting, I feel like it's always spoken about, but never really broken down on how to do it. Just more of the success stories. And now we're seeing celebrities talking about it. And I'll say one of the biggest lessons I learned about manifesting and trying to manifest is I needed to do a few things first to get the best results. So I'll be talking about them today with my five steps to manifest. The first thing, in my opinion, and the most important thing to do is writing your goals down, do your vision board, get photos of your visions, anything, write a letter to yourself, whatever it is, which I spoke about in my very first podcast do that first because that gives you a real good idea of what you want and where you want to go. And the second part of that would be really looking into your diet and really going through and filtering your tap water. And what I mean by that is not just your diet as in what you eat and what you put into your body, even though that really is important as well and a form of physical activity is really important as well, like working out, walking, yoga, etc. This will also help you connect your body and your mind. But this is really for the health side of things and how our body slash machine will perform. And the way I look at it is if we're constantly putting rubbish and junk in our body and then sit all day and do nothing, our mind won't be thanking for us. So won't even be able to try and think about manifesting and try to put in energy as we can't pour from an empty glass. So this step is very, very important still. And you'll find many diets out there, many workout routines. And all I have to say is don't fall into that type of pressure, fall into what feels good 
for you and what your body thanks you for and your mind thanks you for most. As I, I do know, there is a lot of stigma about health at the moment. There's a lot of, you should be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. We should be happy with our bodies. But honestly, you know when you're happy with your body. You know what you should and shouldn't put into your body. And experimenting with it is also fine. For me, I know when I'm best is when I'm fully hydrated because then I don't get migraines as much. When I'm not eating lots of meat and no dairy and kind of cutting out the gluten. But this is because I am actually mildly allergic to dairy and gluten um when I had my blood test done a couple of years ago they were like yeah the reason you have so many stomach problems is because you're doing this and this but it's never going to stop me from eating cheese I'm sorry it's just not but cutting most of it out is making me feel better and I can't be saying I like I'm talking about it and telling you guys you should be doing this but I can't say for myself that I've been exactly being really great with what I'm putting in my body at the moment because I'm just not but this is why we do the podcast, is to remind myself as well. Feel, fuel your body to feel the best you can. Now, for the physical side of it, I love walking. I think it's so great for my brain and getting all of my thoughts out. Um, I love yoga and I also like dancing a lot. <laughs> That's more just for fun though. And I also like weightlifting as well. And I feel like once I get in the headspace, it's a form of release for me. But it is different for everyone, so keep trying and find new things that work for you and stay consistent, which is the biggest thing I say. Stay consistent in whatever you want to do. So moving on to the other part of the diet is what you will not find in your fridge or the gym. But it's everything else you spend your time doing. It's your circle of friends, it's your family, it's what you watch, it's what music you listen to and everything in between. It's where you put your time, where you put your energy, your life, it's your life diet. And all I want you to do is be aware of where you're putting your time, why you're putting your time there and how is it making you feel and how does it impact your impact your performance in life and how does it affect your manifesting side preferably we want to be around like-minded people that have the same interests in us that support us that have similar values and not only friends I really need to like really emphasize this because it's not only your friends it's your family and it's actually anybody you spend time with so even your partner somebody you're dating and I will go as far as to say it's the people you work with as well as the people you work with is where a lot of your time goes. We want to keep learning and growing. So even what, even what we watch on TV, the songs we listen to, the things we read will all have the, a massive impact on how you feel, your mindset, your outlook on life, the things you think you can and can't do. If you're constantly watching the news, it's awful. All the things on there, I know all the things that go on in the world are awful, but it's constantly negative, 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 negative. Rather than if we was listening to a podcast like mine or something else you're more interested in or watching a show that you're going to get education and you're going to learn and grow from, it's completely different. We try to fill our minds and brains with the things we want to learn and know, but also the positive and success and purpose. And we want to keep putting pumping our brain with this information and then it's more likely to hold and actually have a better impact on our lives and this is the same for books and shows it's like if you went through a breakup for instance 
we're gonna listen to sad songs and heartbreaking song heartbreaking heartbroken songs for the last week or so but after the week or two weeks it's okay to feel sorry for yourself but after that put the songs away because all you're constantly going to be doing is bringing up those feelings and then when you listen to those songs in the future you're going to have that connotation of the heartbreak and the sadness and I you know we just don't want to keep repeating and reliving the past all the time even though it's very important we need to start and the whole point of manifesting is starting to rebuild our belief systems so if we're constantly putting our old belief systems in front of us all the time how are we going to learn and grow if we're not ready to learn and grow we're not putting things in front of us that are teaching us things and the best way I like to explain it is you don't know what you're looking at and the worth of it until you are educated on it so you could be walking through a forest for instance and you might walk past tons and tons of gold but you have never seen gold you don't know the value of gold so you walk past it not knowing that if you just knew that that was gold what how that could change your life and manifesting for me is a little bit like that because we go through life like I would say bobbling through life not really know what's going on which is not the issue but also not trying to find answers for things or how to better ourselves and open up our awareness because that's the only way we're going to learn and grow and actually make our lives better because next time when I'm walking through that forest I might go oh my goodness that is gold pick up the gold we know the value of the gold and do whatever we like with the gold make jewelry sell it whatever we need to do with the gold and I hope that makes sense to someone out there I hope I explained it in a good way but it's just like we just need to keep constantly growing and learning all the time and we cannot do that if we're not around things and our diet is not doing that you cannot you cannot expect to win a marathon in flip-flops because you're not wearing you're not wearing the right equipment it's not gonna happen or you're less likely to unless you're really good at running and I just feel like if we, the more things we put in our power, we put into motion, we put everything more and more into our favor, that's more likely we're going to get the success and our purpose is going to finally come. We're going to finally really feel like our purpose is coming through. We're going to find the love. We're going to find the abundance. We're going to f- attract. And that's the whole point of manifesting. We're attracting what is meant for us. But how are we meant to attract what's meant for us when we're not putting ourselves around what is potentially right for us and what's meant for us like what I'm trying to say without rambling on even more is I just feel like we need people around us we need things around us that have similar outlooks and ethics and values because if we don't surround ourselves with these things they are just holding us back so we just should just watch what we listen to and just observe maybe for the first week or so of who's around your life and what's in your life and how does those things make us feel and if they have a positive impact great but if they have a negative impact it's okay to get rid of it's okay to cut things out of our lives without feeling guilty for it because we want to further our education rather than tarnish it and that's what I feel like life is, a massive life lesson. So I am going to refer to it as education. And the other half of manifesting is about letting go and what we know is for us and what we what we know is for us and what we know is not for us. 
And most of that is all about recreating and rebuilding a new belief system. As we're taught and constantly shown all of these limits in our life. We can't do this. We can't do that. You can never be this. You can never do that. But quite frankly, these limits do not exist. Only what we've been told and in our society. We have to have that big breakthrough. And when we start to realise that we are actually in control of our own mind, our own lives, our own body, what happens around us for the most part, that is when our life will really, really change. And I just want to add one more thing in there. You can never, you can't always, sorry, you can't always control what happens in your life, but you can 100 billion, trillion percent always control how you react to a situation and normally how you react to a situation impacts your future not what's happened in itself so if we keep uh, making mistakes or failing or maybe we have a test that we're not getting all the marks on if you keep practicing and putting in the effort there's no way that one day you're not going to get all of the marks But if our reaction was to that test, oh, I'm not going to do this again because I just failed, I can't be bothered, blah, 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 blah. That reaction is going to stop us from becoming better and getting the marks in the test and passing the test. Whereas if our reaction was, okay, this is what I've got wrong, this is what I need to work on, etc. Let's work on it one more time, let's study a little bit harder, let's make time for this, make time for that, then you're going to succeed. And that's with life in general. Every time we get something wrong or we make a mistake, it's just about going, okay, what can I learn from this? What did I do wrong? How can I pick myself up? How can I change this? Was this out of alignment? Was this, 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 this? And work out what it is. You might not even work it out the first time as well. It might take multiple, multiple, multiple times to work whatever it is you're trying to work out, out. (laughs) And that's okay too. But what we're really trying to do with our life diet is we're trying to prepare our minds and body for this so conditioning, for this to feel true and this outlook on life true that there is no limits to life because we were told the opposite our whole lives. So the first thing to do is start eating better, moving better, read more, learn more, be aware of who we're around, what we're around and how it makes us feel and act upon where needed and cut these things off if they're not for us without guilt. Because as fast as life seems, it's way too short to be wasting it by not being happy and wasting your potential and your highest self. Which brings us to step two. And it's just becoming delusional. And and (laughs) this makes me laugh. It's like, just become delusional, everyone. This is my world advice. Just become delusional. I'm going to explain in a little bit what I mean by that. Become delusional and turn up as our highest self. Just turn up as them. We all have that person we envision in the future. And I just want you to take a step back for a second. And I want you to create this person in your head and on paper. And I want you to talk about and think about exactly what they look like, how they act, how they speak, what their views are, what their morals are, um, where they live, who are their friends, what's their job, their morning routine, what is their diet, their skincare, their exercise. I want to know everything about this person everything and don't leave 
any detail out. And then I want you to turn up as them every day. Every morning, I want you to wake up and go, I'm my highest self today. So I'd be like, I'm stellar today. I'm the highest version of myself today. Um, I want you to envision it as if you were playing a character, as if you're acting. And every time you face something hard or difficult, I want you to switch to the higher self slash character. What would they do? How would they react? And whatever your answer is to that is how I want you to respond. And it doesn't even have to be something which is difficult, which makes this so fun. It could even be like what you get for lunch. For instance, if you're trying to make healthier life choices, my higher self will never get a McDonald's every day for lunch. She would go order a salad or she'd bring in her own lunch. She would have a glass of water alongside her coffee. Whatever it may be, every decision I feel like you are arming and erring about, and even the ones habits you're trying to break, I want you to say, would my higher self do this? If the answer is no, switch off you and come into your higher self power. Now, this is going to be difficult and this is going to be weird. This is why the first part of this has become delusional because it is a little bit delusional. Turning up as a person that isn't you right now, but it is you, sounds a bit delusional. So that's why I put the delusional part in there. And it sounds crazy. It sounds so crazy. And at first, it's going to be so strange and so hard. But what you're doing is you're condoning your brain to be you, to be their higher self. So it's no longer something that you need to reach. It's no longer something you need to become because you can just become that person. I can literally be like, I'm higher self-stellar today and I'm going to act upon that. And it's something that you think is in the future, but it's not because you could do it literally right now. It's all about that mindset. At the same time, we will be moving on to step three, which is being comfortable (laughs) and confident within ourselves. This means doing the things that maybe we wouldn't usually do, re- going to the drawing board, quite frankly, rewriting and rethinking what our values, our standards and expectations are. And the main part of this rule is becoming confident in who you are and being able to do this alone. This is a huge part. A lot of people need to be around people all the time. I'm definitely one of those people that sometimes find it really, really hard to be with my thoughts alone. But when you become on your spiritual journey and your manifesting journey, a lot of these things that you will start doing will be by yourself. So I think it's better to start now rather than later. And this is where self-love and self-esteem will really come out to play. And also all of your insecurities you currently have and how you feel about yourself will also come out. Like I keep saying, to truly start manifesting, we need to get rid of limitations. And a lot of the time, the limitations that we have created are from ourselves. So we really need to dive in, dive deep. With all of these steps so far, start reconditioning and rewiring the brain. Now, I'm just going to go back to the higher self point really quickly because I have a point to make. 
by turning up as your highest self and being the most confident version of you, you are already getting rid of the belief system that that person is in the future because you can literally turn up as them right now, right? So it's the mindset that I am, not I will be. And like I said, it will take a little bit of time to get to that stage in your life. But there is a saying, we'll fake it till you make it. Saying is a very worldwide used phrase. And I feel like in some ways it could be a little bit toxic because we're not getting down to the root of the problem. We're not really thinking, who are we? What are we really? We're just faking and becoming another person, but in a healthy way where we are, as well as getting to the roots of the problem and healing from trauma, we are also becoming a positive version of ourselves. I feel like it is actually quite helpful. And I would say that it works. And I know that I'm not talking all rubbish because there's been a lot of studies about this does fake it till you make it really work is it a real thing and the short answer of it is actually yes and going back to my point of turning up um as yourself your highest self as yourself and does that really work and the other short answer to that is yes because when you start to turn up as somebody else, I'm using quotation, quotation marks because it is actually you, somebody else every day and start questioning and changing your daily habits, your brain will get confused even more as if you've already acted like this and that you've already done it. And when it becomes a habit, you're, as soon as something becomes a habit, that's your normal, that's who you are. So the more times you do something and the more consistent you are, the more like your brain is going to store it as a habit and then has a habit it's your it's it's in a past experience so are you acting like this every day yes and then your brain's gonna get even more confused and even more so like you've acted like it before you've done it you are that person and then it will store it not as just a habit but as a memory and as an experience and what we know about past experiences is how our brain will usually decide whether we do or don't do something in the future So if we know in our brain that it's stored as a habit and an experience and a memory, our brain already thinks that we've achieved what we're trying to achieve. So is it get that job? Is it lose so many pounds? So when I say write a letter to yourself before a few minutes ago and write down your higher self and everything she is and everything she's achieved and everything she wants to be and just your everything and not leaving out any details as you're journaling and write that down you're and reading it through and if you keep reading it as well it's even more powerful because your brain will no longer see you your future self as a threat anymore but as its normal reaction slash habits and a lot of manifesting has actually got nothing to do with who you feel you are or who you think you are at this moment in time it's what our soul wants and what our soul wants us to become and be which is our higher self part of our higher self and your soul actually will never change well I believe it doesn't change people will have different outlooks on that but I think you are who you are deep down and your soul is your soul and you will always be your soul everything in between that like what you want materialistically what our purpose is my 
not change from your soul purpose because I think we have different types of purposes but your soul purpose will always stay the same but how we get there might change but our soul will never change itself which means there is nothing wrong with you but rather the lifestyle and the conditioning that you have had that also brings us back to the animal instincts the flight or fight mode because the brain is only function the only function your brain is is to keep you alive your brain is to keep you alive it's to keep you learning and working and keep you functioning and keep you surviving that's what the brain does and that in a way can be quite dangerous because the brain sees fear and wants to run away from it whereas when we're coming on our journey our spiritual journey we see fear and not all of the time but a lot of the time we need to jump into our fears and deal with our fears So that's the difference between our brain and our soul and our mind, I would say. We all call it different things, but I will kind of refer to it to mind uh, rather than soul. But mind and soul is what I'm talking about here. I feel like your mind is different from your brain. That makes sense? I don't know. Um, So what our job is and what we're here to do as humans... um, is to really rewire this feeling of needing to survive and changing it to the feeling of I need to live and thrive. <laughs> we have all we have all we all go through this. Everybody in the world goes through this. Feelings of fear, self-doubt, lack of confidence. Can I really make it? You know, the limitations that we have on ourselves and others around us and the world in general. We all have that we're all born that's born into us that's our instincts and some people might see it clearer than others other people might need a lot more help to see that than others but if you're listening to right this right now it's your first step this is your first step and it is a very long journey and I think a little bit of it is a rabbit hole I'm not gonna lie once you get into it you can't get out but we're just need to start with retraining the brain and we need to understand how we got to this place in the first place why do we feel like this in the first place why am I feeling this emptiness why am I feeling I don't know what I need to do with my life why am I feeling like this and how have I got here because in order to move forward we also need to heal from the trauma that is in our past lives and experiences and the only way to do that is to really dive deep into the nitty gritty the things that we've blocked out of our lives the things that we don't want to think about or talk about and we need to start thinking and talking about them because everything you have done from a baby to now has had an impact on who you are as a person so we need to understand why we feel these things what do we think our limits are and really start to understand ourselves first And once we understand ourselves and really know what we're here, what what we're here to do, what our beliefs are, what our core values are, what all of these things are about ourselves is when we'll be able to start moving forward and becoming our higher self. Because as well as all these tips are really fun and interesting and kind of motivating, because a lot of these things you can do now, we're not going to get 100% of what we're trying to do and we're not going to come into true alignment and how you feel won't last unless we are dealing accepting and letting go of trauma 
which is a whole another episode. And to be honest, I don't know when that episode will come because I'm still dealing and trying to work out how to do that now. And I feel like a lot of us will, or some of us will die not dealing with our trauma. So it's a long journey. And I said this in my other podcast, it's healing and becoming your higher self and becoming happy should be easy. And the answers are short and they are easy. But in a world where everything is so materialistic, everything is so built on ego and expectation and all these other things, it is difficult to find happiness. And as well as the answers are easy, it's everybody is different and everybody's happiness is different. Um, I feel like most of us, and I hope most of you can agree with this, for me, true happiness and true alignment is feeling loved and being able to love fully without any limits and I mean not just in personal relationships but love life love the nature love what I'm eating love what I'm doing every day love moving love everything that I'm doing just love it all I love everybody (laughs) and I know that sounds really cheesy but I know the feeling when you feel love it rushes through your body when you're in love with something and you love something the excitement that back to that children pure joy and happiness and I feel like like I said as adults we start to let go of that because of things we've been through but when we start to heal that trauma that excitement for things it will come back that passion will come back and that's what we're here to do we're here to live our best lives do our purpose everybody's purpose is different I will do another podcast on purpose and success it's a very interesting subject and I haven't quite got it yet that's why I'm not talking about it yet but when I think that I've got it but even guys just to say like even these things I'm talking about these five rules might change in a year's time I might go oh my god what was I talking about I know nothing about life and this is all awful this is what we should be doing so yeah I just want to say, make sure you take everything with a pinch of salt. These are things that I find really helpful and just to put into my, like, put into your mind as well. I am a 21-year-old girl. <laughs> so maybe these are more aimed at women. I'm not too sure. Um, but these things have helped. And these five steps and these five rules will help you in your life in general and other aspects of your life. Being confident is great. Looking at your life and being aware of who you are, what you're doing, where you're going is great writing your goals and things like that all of these things are positive so I think that it would help somebody if you if you take one of these rules or five of these rules three of them or none of them and think of your own rules it's all positive and it's all growing and it's all getting your mind thinking thinking and my mind thinking too but yeah that's it from me today I hope you've enjoyed my little ramble session um and thank you so much and all of you are so amazing and if you're listening I just want to say thank you again thank you thank you thank you thank you again and again and again and I will never stop saying thank you and remember if you can dream it you can achieve it bye guys